Sports. I'm here with Stacy Prosser of the Business Journal and Matt Basinger of Swell Sparks. So uh, our theory is no one listens to long podcasts, so thank goodness this isn't one of them. So stay tuned, and uh, it will be over briefly. So with that being said, Matt, I'm going to hand it off to you. you got to introduce yourself. So we have Scott Havens, who really is the mastermind helping put all this together. On behalf of Andy with Jay Rieger & Co., our hope is to talk with some of the most interesting people that we can find and folks who have made it in business. Um, so Stacy, uh, tell us a little bit about, a little bit about yourself. Um, tell me what your company does. And many people are familiar, but I'm hoping to dive in just a little bit and get straight to it. Sure, sure. So, um, well, I'm Stacy Prosser. I am the market president and publisher of the Kansas City Business Journal. And your first question might be, what does publisher mean? Um, so it's kind of like being the, you know, the general manager of a sports team where you've got other people that are the hitting coaches or the, um, you know, player personnel issue uh, people uh, on the team. But I just make sure that the, the boat is steered in the right direction and take care of the business side of it. So um, we've been in the Kansas City market for 35 plus years. And I think that, you know, our mission is the same today as it's always been. And that is to cover really great local news stories and provide the information to everybody who who needs it. So very briefly, how did you end up in the position you are today? And why do you love it? So I like to say I was the last person standing. So I've been with the Business Journal for almost 24 years. Wow. And so, you know, if you wait long enough, things happen. Um, but really, I did not have any intention of ending up in this position for the longest time. Um, I started my career in sales and spent 15 years um, just doing direct selling. I loved it. I was raising my, you know, my kids were small at the time. Um, I loved being just the boss of me and knowing that everything I did every day um, contributed to my personal success and the success of our team. Um, kind of the turning point in my career was uh and this is not a paid uh, plug here, but was going through Centurions. Um, it really changed everything for me. Um, where I thought I would be happy just being in sales for the rest of my career, uh, being around some like-minded people, um, really showed me that there was more to it. And I was very, very fortunate to have some mentors along the way that saw more for me than than I saw for myself. Um, and so really, it just was a lot of pushing and prodding, um, from especially from Joyce Hayhow, our former publisher, that really wanted me to, to take on more. Um, and the stars just kind of aligned in a very short order um, with her. The person that um, I reported to moved to Sacramento to take the publisher position, which um, got me in the position to be our director of sales, which is a necessary. I mean, I just wanted to go from salesperson to publisher at that point. I didn't want to be the sales manager, but that's not how it works. So, um, and then when he left, uh, I was able to move into that position. And then two years later, Joyce decided to retire. So, I mean, I have the longest runway in the history of, of career paths, but it just kind of happened the way it happened. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that because I think if I would have known early in my career that that's what I wanted, I would have gotten really frustrated and probably left the business journal because there was no near and clear path. Um, and I've just been really fortunate to have three different positions with the same company over 24 years. And one of the purposes of this podcast is to talk about business and, and journalism is a hard industry to be in. And there are not many people who can sit here right now in 2020 and say that they've been in the field of journalism in any form or fashion for 24 years. You said? Yeah, 24 25. years. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And a testament to you know, you talk about the business that has allowed you to get here. So going through Centurions, I think we're we're really excited to hear about all of the ways that people have been able to lean on the resources that are readily yeah. available, point to those, point to those and see how people have grown. 100%. And it was the best investment that was made in, in me. Um, and I, 
because of that, I've tried to pay it forward on our staff. Um, we have uh, Sarah Ventola, who's our event director, and my right hand um, ha- is going through the program now, and we've had several other people in our organization go through it. I mean, I just think that you can't, if people want that type of you know um, exposure to others in the community and want to be around other people who are high achievers and civic-minded, I mean, gosh, I can't think of a better way to do that. Mm. Journalism, as we kind of mentioned a second ago, it's a strange field right now. There are a lot of people that are pointing to journalists and saying this is where we seek truth, and it's really hard, I can imagine, or guessing to make sure that you guys are really focused on telling the stories that are the most accurate, the most relevant, making sure that you're not you know, um, giving extra added benefits to one group or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a time like 2020, how is business? How have you been able to continue leading through what I think is a really trying time for journalism? <laughs> trying is an understatement. Um, I mean, just in general, our business climate right now is is just unprecedented for all of us. But I think we have the added, um, you know, there's a lot of criticism of the media right now and, you know, fake news this and, and you know, um, sensationalizing that. And I think that we are so fortunate to be in the niche that we're in is we are local business news, period, the end. We don't really get into political news. We don't really get into... Um, you know, lifestyle news, any of that. And so it's easy for us to stick to our knitting, um, regardless of the situation that's going on around us. And I would say that um, business, you know, as far as how much reporting we have available to us and the stories that we're able to tell is better than ever. Um, I mean, we are have engendered so much trust over the time that we've been in business that people like like you, Matt, or like Andy, are, you know, bears his soul in our latest edition of, you know, the, the challenges that he's going through and the other uh, four small businesses that we're following. But, I mean, they have been so prolific and they are um, – you know, one of them said to me the other day, this is why I got into the field is to tell these types of stories and to be able to share that information with other business owners who are struggling and trying to make decisions. Um, and so, you know, I feel like from that perspective, business is great. On the other hand, you know, we, we are running a business too. And um, while our um, engagement numbers are through the roof, I mean, we've never seen such high um, conversion rates or um, subscription rates or um, just engagement in general on our website, um, it's a tough environment to sell into. You know, advertising sometimes is not um, is is nice, but not necessary. People find other ways around promoting their businesses. Um, but you know, the people who advertise with us are also providing solutions to their customers and 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 prospects. So um, it's just a hard environment for salespeople. I mean, I have a lot of respect for what our our any salesperson is trying to do right now because it's very hard to call somebody up and say, hey, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and you probably got a lot of crap on your plate right now, but would you like to buy some advertising? Um, the good news is we don't do that. Uh, you know, we are solution-based sellers and I think that it, it is an opportunity to really um, create great habits right now for any salesperson or any professional of how you manage relationships, how you go about prospecting, and how you provide real solutions for people in a time of need. So, you know, that part of it has been tough, I'm not going to lie, and we are heavy in the event business, and so there's a lot of unknowns for us right now. Um, but we'll figure out a way to make it, you know, our mission is to connect people as, and you know, on print, in print, online, and, and in person, and we'll figure out a way to do that. It's a big part of what we do. So I love the Centurions plug, and that's a it's a two-year program, and I think one of the most beneficial anyone can do in Kansas City. Big fan of it myself, of going through it. Uh, but I also tell people, and, and this is not a plug, and I think Stacey always thinks it's weird, but I always plug the Business Journal app because you can literally read 
a ton of content. So it creates a level playing field. So for anyone young in business, I think it's a great opportunity um, to know what's going on Monday through Friday. And uh, it also gives you a break on the weekend as well. Um, with that being said, what are the nuts and bolts of your business? So, you know, how many people work for you mm -hmm. or with you? Um, who are you trying to reach? If, if I'm advertising, you know, how many eyeballs are going to see what, what you're putting out there? Sure. I, I will just piggyback on something that you said about a level playing field. And I think I've shared this with you before, um, Scott, that, you know, when the business journal was started, it was started by two entrepreneurs who felt very strongly that business information should be available to everyone. And at the time, you know, their perception was that if you weren't on the right golf course or at the right country club or in the right meetings, you know, you didn't go to high school with somebody who, you know, is, is doing a deal, um, you were left out. And so they really felt strongly that um, there should be a level playing field. And so that's why we started. And, and one of our founders used to say that, you know, if the president is shot in your city, I don't want to read about the president being shot. I want to read about the undertaker and the small business, you know, who is making the arrangements. Um, so we are just 100% local all the time. Um, you know, we have a small team, I think, well, let me have you guess, and you guys maybe know because you're really familiar with us, but how many people do you think it takes to do what we do at the Business Journal? Well, you're going to do prices right, so I'll do. <laughs> so I'll go first. I'm going to say 14. Okay. I'm going with. I actually know the answer. This is totally cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 16. How does, how does 16. Of no. course, you know the answer, uh, Matt. I'm going with yeah. 16. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, you know because you booked an event with Matt's yeah. company. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uncool. Yeah. No, that's true. We do have. Um, actually, it's uh, 17 people. Man, on our staff a little right kudos now. for guessing. Yeah. Yes. You were I mean, close. I feel, I feel like I almost know everyone on the staff because yeah. I read all their articles. Right. You get three right. kudos. Yeah. yeah I'll and we do have some people that are you know kind of more behind the scenes. But my point in in asking you that is just that you know people often think we have you know 30 40 people doing what we do because we're so prolific and they produce so much content um you know we put out a weekly paper with twice as many people that we have now and we're a 24 7 news organization mm -hmm. um so yeah we have um 17 people and that includes um our largest department is of course our content department um and Brian Caberline is our editor-in-chief and, and runs an amazing team of journalists there and designers. Um, we have our event business, um, and then we have our advertising business. So those are kind of the three, three legs of our stool. Um, and, you know, we are a media company that is also a data-driven business. And so, you know, when I started, again, it was we put out one issue a week. Uh, we hoped like hell that the star didn't, you know, scoop us when it was the pages were being printed. Um, I've never got to yell stop the press. I mean, it's my dream, you know, to be able to do that. I don't even know how that works now. Don't hit send. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, we it's changed dramatically. And that's one of the things that's kept it interesting for 24 years. I mean, I can't imagine if my job was exactly the same. No one's is right. But maybe some people's are. Um, that we have, you know, evolved into a, a multimedia you know, business that um, we can break news anytime. And if we don't break it, we can do it better than whoever did. I mean, we can constantly be updating our stories and uh, providing that information as people as people need it. And, you know, one of the things that we found over the years is that we don't have people that choose one or the other. I mean, I think that people who want a lot of information will do it where it works best for them. So you may find that you spend all your time reading online, but um, you also really like to have the print piece of it, or you also really like to go to our events to do in-person networking. So, um, you know, that, that part has been really rewarding to watch that, you know, every time we add something, it just grows. It doesn't, succeed at the, uh, you know, at the, at the um, expense of another part of our business. 
Stacey, I know we could keep talking for a long time, but that's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're all about being brief. I have one more question sure. for you. Yeah. So SwellSpark is all about experiences. Okay. Um, you know, Blade and Timber Breakout KC like to get people together to have fun. Uh, my question for you is what is the most fun that you have had? Not necessarily through a business here in Kansas City, but just in life. You can't say like marriage or kids, like all of those normal answers. Those are those are off. You just what's the most fun experience you've ever had? Oh, that's tough. Um, you know, I will I, I will answer this from a business perspective, just because I think that it is um, it it's why I keep doing what I do, and that is it is so much fun every time you see somebody else succeed. I mean, it is so much fun to, you know, um, send a project like the one we just did at the Business Journal off to press and and just really celebrate that as a team. I mean, the, the most fun and the most um, rewarding experiences I've ever had at the Business Journal, um, which is a big part of my life, you know, in 24 years, um, is just to, to celebrate something as a team and see a project come together and make it win for, every, you know, ring every bell in every department and just be like, we did that together. That was really fun. And I think that that's, you know, again, that's what keeps me doing what I do. And, and it's not about, I love having my own personal successes. That's why I loved sales and I missed that part of it. But there's nothing more uh, rewarding than, than celebrating somebody else's. Well, great. On behalf of Let It Fly Media, Swell Spark, Rieger Distillery, uh, thank you, Stacey. Oh, well, it was so much fun. Thank you for having me.